Welcome to this week in Round Guy Radio. I am John Dane, host of Southeast Iowa Today on Round Guy Radio, and I've got Mr. Southeast Iowa himself, Dave Johnson of Round Guy Radio. Dave, good afternoon to you. Well, it is a good afternoon, John. Uh, uh, the weather is picking up a little bit. Uh, oh, it's still a little cold today, but uh, uh, we've got some big announcements to make this week. Uh, I guess I'll start out by saying we're going to cover the first uh, soccer game uh, in the history of, of Waco school system tomorrow at 5 o'clock. That is huge. That's going to be really something. I just listened to uh, your interview with uh, the soccer coach of the new soccer team at Waco this afternoon, and uh, he, uh, he's got realistic expectations, and he's got a good bunch of uh, students that are going to be plumped on that soccer team. So I think you're in for some fun. Yeah, uh, uh, a historic night as they battle Fairfield. Uh, Fairfield's a kind of crusty old uh, soccer team, though, so they'll have to be uh, up for that a little bit. Uh, well, what's going to be up on uh, Southeast Iowa today? Well, I got a really nice interview. I talked about it half week. Thought I was going to have it on the week of the 27th, but as things happen, sometimes we have to schedule things and move things around. So I will have Iva Bottrager on. The um, Nero uh, businesswoman. She likes to help uh, other women entrepreneurs um, do better with their businesses. It's very interesting interview. I've got a couple other things lined up that. I can't quite share yet, so I'm just going to give it a little tease. I promise you it's going to be well worth the listen to you uh, Round Guy Radio listeners. In fact, uh, my wife and I, Andrea and I, are on our way to Texas as I speak. We're about 65 miles east of Texarkana, Texas right now, and we're on our way to our daughter and son-in-law's home because... Our little grandson, Weston John Firth, is turning four today on March 29th as we record this. So Papa John and Gigi have to go down and uh, celebrate that milestone with our little buddy. But uh, you never know. I, I've i been known to bring things from the road, Dave. Yeah, you've had come up with some great stories on the road. The Elvis Presley uh, Museum was one. Now, you uh, had an episode this week that... Caused a little ruckus. Uh, you got some of our listeners sleeping under the bed there with the uh, supernatural, uh, uh, whatever that deal was in uh, haunted house in Washington. You were talking about. What's up with that? Well, it is the it is the Victoria Victorian View venue, and that's in Washington, and it is a an event venue. It's a bridal shop. It's also an Airbnb. And then on top of that, it's got some uh, spirits in that house, some uh, dwellers. And so we took a walk on the paranormal side when I uh, interviewed Sandy Bacon, the owner of Victorian View in Washington, Iowa. So if you have the Round Guy Radio listeners, if you haven't listened to that yet, you need to check it out because it's <laughs> it, it's got a little bit of Ghostbusters and then some in it. So it's, it's pretty cool. Well, the Iowa Hawkeye girls will be down there in Texas keeping you company, so you won't be all together alone down there. No, we're only going to be about two and a half hours away from where the 
the Hawkeye women will be uh, playing in the Final Four and hopefully in the championship game as well. So we've been uh, we've been talking amongst ourselves on our little drive today uh, how close we can get to that. So, you know, never say never, right? No, never say never. Uh, I think I'm going to be covering a golf event uh, in uh, as the Kyoto home uh, thing, April 6th, and we may be going down to Mediapolis, you were telling me, maybe uh, see some golf in uh, what, April 13th or something like that. Well, that would be very cool. We've got a lot of Round Guy Radio listeners in the Mediapolis area, so hopefully we can uh, say hello to some of them in person, don't you think? Yeah, it would be great. Uh, uh, I'll try to line up some people to talk about. Plus, we'll get a good story on that golf course uh, uh, where we're going to be at. It's actually in Morning Sun. Uh, and we'll get to talk to some of our, our, our friends in Minneapolis and Morning Sun while we're there. Uh, but there's another city that I wanted to mention that has been on the grow uh, quite a bit, um, and that is Salem. Uh, we're doing pretty well in Salem uh, uh, lately. Uh, uh, there's been quite an increase in Salem. Salem's, uh, uh, there was a restaurant, uh, Underground, I think you were telling me, uh, but uh, didn't you have a dinner there the other day? Oh, that's a great place really nice meal and also salem iowa is home of one of our sponsors uh the the jet jet stop there the uh salem stub is right there in salem iowa so we'll say hello to the, our sponsors there as well and uh want to mention that uh, uh brigadier general frank uh gertson a u.s marine was born in salem iowa as well as everybody's favorite uh, uh, gal on The Voice. Uh, she was also, she was on the show too. So uh, we've, uh, uh, Salem's uh, by uh, Oakland Mills too. Great place to fish and uh, uh, a really neat place. Uh, so uh, shout out to Salem, Iowa. Well, uh, John, I've got a, a couple get good guests for us I haven't told you about. Well, for this show here, we've got uh, Judy Rawson, who is uh, uh, the guest uh, today, as uh, she is going to be talking about a basketball, uh, 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 Winfield Mount Union. She's the president of the Winfield Mount Union Historical Society, and they're putting on uh, remembrance of the state championship teams that they've had on the boys' side, and they've got uh, uh, the coach uh, from the 1949-50 team that won. Uh, the son of that guy is going to come in and talk, as well as a uh, uh, Round Guy Radio favorite uh, uh, Eric Rawson and uh, uh, Clay Edwards is going to be there at that. And uh, with sports, we have uh, uh, Ryan Timmerman, who's going to give us kind of a rundown on uh, spring sports in the Muscatine area. Uh, and the areas uh, of schools that he's covering is expanding a little bit. And he'll talk a little bit about, you know, uh, some of the papers and uh, some of the uh, websites that he's he's doing stuff for right now. Uh, also, uh, everybody's favorite football Friday and, uh, Scotty Melvin, uh, talks football. That program has been going gangbusters, hasn't it, John? It's been doing great, man. And when you say football, you mean United States football, not soccer football. Oh yeah. Well, we got a little bit of both, both ends of that coming out, but a lot of people are, as the, as the classifications have come out and the districts have come out. Scotty Melvin is pairing a couple different coaches from different levels, you know, 
and uh, 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 getting the, finding out about uh, how they're classified, what the new districts are going to be in, what the ins and outs are of uh, the ins and outs are of um, uh, of the district, who's what what teams are in, what teams are out, uh, uh, the travel, the different uh, all that that different stuff, and that that's going really good. Those are really great episodes, uh, and uh, we also have a. a a lot of new coaches that are, are going to be hired, uh, and one who just was, uh, although that created a, a, a coach Johnny Bolin uh, is coming from uh, Marengo down to uh, as he was Iowa Valley coach, and he's going to be the new head coach of the Mount Pleasant Panthers, and he's going to bring that storied uh, high school back to prominence. Uh, it shouldn't take long as he was. Gosh, he had a, his quarterback put up four thousand yards uh, uh, all together last year. Um, uh, so uh, I think that they're they're on the rebound, and we're going to hear from him Friday. Uh, Johnny Bolin will be the football Friday guest, and uh, uh, we also have Waco coach Edeker and Fort Madison coach Doherty uh, with, uh, in an episode. I think will come out Thursday night. Uh, uh, that Scotty Mel, uh, that's the third episode of. Scotty Melvin's uh, high school football uh, talks high school football. So uh, sounds like we've got a pretty good uh, uh, list of stuff. Oh, and I didn't mention the Crabby tournament, did I? You did not, and that's this Saturday, April 1st. Yeah, at Coralville uh, Reservoir. You can fish at the Coralville Reservoir, or you can fish at Lake McBride. Uh, it's uh, I think the tournament starts about 8 to 3-ish, uh, and uh, – They've already got uh, 10 to 15 boats already signed up for this. And uh, it's going to be the biggest uh, uh, year ever. And we're going to be talking to the uh, – we're going to be uh, having a report on the weigh-ins. And then we're going to be talking to the top three uh, champions. And I just put out an episode uh, uh, with Brad and uh, Chad and uh, uh, Jared. Uh, those are some guys that are in the tournament helping putting the tournament on. So uh, – Keep abreast of that. We'll have some results for that for you Saturday afternoon. How's that, John? Well, well, that just goes to show you, Dave, uh, Round Guy Radio is carrying on the tradition of something for everybody. All right. Well, we got uh, uh, Ryan Timmerman with sports and Judy Rawson from Winfield, Iowa. Uh, hey, Dave. Yes, hey, sir. Dave. Got one more. I got one more thing. You got you. We got to close this session off with a cherry. So, what is it? Saw going 80 miles per hour, and I got one more thing to say: stay friendly, Southeast Iowa. All right, that's that's uh, that was a good job. All right, well we'll we'll uh, uh, stick around, and we got some sports and a special guest for you. Thanks for listening so far. Okay, now we've got sports. Uh, uh, we have Ryan Timmerman today. Uh, welcome to the program, Ryan. Yep, good to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, uh, what's going on uh, in your world with uh, uh, sports for people to look into, maybe some athletes that are competing that are uh, uh, of note? Um, yeah, just uh, getting ready for the spring sports season. Um, I believe there's some golf meets that are um, still on tonight or for today, but uh, that'll kind of be the first of the actual events for spring sports to get them going. And yeah. Um, I soccer starts uh, this week too, and, and track and everything. So uh, I'll be I'll be at uh, uh, track tomorrow night in Wapalo, and um, 
and then uh, uh, soccer, or I'm, I'm sorry, I have that mixed up, I believe, but uh, soccer tomorrow, and then um, and then we'll have some track meets later this week. Um, so, uh, yeah, looking to get going, and, um, uh, you know, I one thing I've always kind of talked about with coaches and stuff is uh, you kind of... Um, Every school should be promoting its uh, track and field program. All the best athletes should at least consider going out for, for track and field. So it's um, it. I always kind of think that uh, track is is should be sort of a, a, a smattering of um, all the best athletes from across all their other sports. So you kind of can get a sense of of the quality of a school's um, athletic program across the board. Um, by by kind of seeing how their track team is and uh, and so that's pretty exciting. Um, track meets sometimes aren't aren't the most exciting things to to sit through, especially when you know if you're only there to watch one kid do you know three or four events. But uh, but it, it really does kind of um, does a nice job of of highlighting the best best athletes and. Um, and, and just getting to um, showcase uh, the you know the, the kids and, and what they can do head to head against one another really so um, so looking forward to track and then we got soccer um, as well um, you know uh, the say Eastern Iowa has a lot of good quality soccer teams looking to get back uh, a bunch to state as well so um, and then you know obviously tennis golf. Um, that uh, is going on as well. Um, a lot of the smaller schools don't have tennis teams, but uh, but um, Eastern Iowa, uh, like Pleasant Valley, uh, uh, Bettendorf, um, they all have quality quality uh, tennis teams as well. Clinton has a really nice um, tennis team. So uh, yeah, lots lots going on. Busy time. Well, let me. Uh, I'll just go over. I'll say a sport. And you tell me a team, uh, maybe the best team uh, in the area that uh, uh, is good at that, and maybe some individuals that are also good at that. And let's start with soccer. Um, well, yeah, soccer. Uh, Muscatine girls um, have made it to state a few or two years in a row now, but uh, haven't been able to get past the quarterfinal round. Um, but they'll. They bring back. They, I mean, lost some quality seniors. Lost uh, three all-state um, soccer players on the girls' side, and uh, Sophia Thomas. She's now at uh, Iowa State, and then um, Maya Jansen uh, and Grace Bodie uh, both graduated as well. Um, Jansen's playing at Wartburg, but um, but they they had a, a really quality group of underclassmen last year that are back, and uh, Laney Weikert. Um, she's committed to UW Green Bay, um, but uh, she's back for her senior year. Was all state last year, so um, a lot of a lot of quality kids returned there. Um, and uh, and West Liberty boys made it um, to state, but they they had a big loss. And uh, Josiah Galvan graduated. He's playing football at UNI now. Um, he was among the state leaders and in, in goals and total points scored. So. Um, he, uh, that's, that's a big loss there, but they're, they're really confident in a lot of their underclassmen and stuff. So, um, so a lot, uh, a lot going on there. And then the, the Mac, uh, is pretty tough, uh, all around with, um, Pleasant Valley boys and girls, uh, 
assumption is always kind of a force to be reckoned with. But Dorf has some uh, qual has had quality teams in the past, um, so so that that uh, MAC conference is going to be really tough for for boys and girls soccer. Um, and uh, and and Davenport Central even uh, Addison Ford. Um, probably, probably the top returning goaltender for for girls soccer in the state. So, um, really, a lot of a lot of good quality kids um, this year for for soccer. Well, who's leading the way in golf? What's that? Who's leading the way in golf? Um, uh, I think uh, uh, Iowa City Regina um, has has a quality boys golf team. Um, and um again um the um boys and or yeah sorry the the a lot of the bigger schools for boys play uh play fall golf so um that takes out some of the the bigger schools um bigger schools there but um yeah yeah regina and then this uh river valley conference is is pretty tough um for boys and girls, uh, um, Wilton um, brings back a, a few quality uh, girls golfers. Um, couldn't get anything through to, to state last year, but uh, but they have they have some some quality kids that uh, are back and should be able to to make a run at, at maybe getting to state, um, if not as a team, um, maybe a couple individuals. Um, Wapolo made it to state uh, last year for the boys. Um, um, didn't do all that well at state, but but I mean it's a major accomplishment to get there. They bring back um, they bring back some of the, quite a bit of their lineup, um, and so they uh, um, should be able to to at least kind of make another run at, at getting back to state as a team. Um, so that would be. Um, as far as kind of the little my coverage area that uh, I've grown accustomed to, um, that might be uh, the a few of the the top teams around for for boys and girls golf. Well, in like a, a minute or two we got left here, uh, could you mention maybe an upcoming event or two that people might be looking forward to? Um, yeah, we got. Uh, I'll be covering uh, track this week in, in Wapolo. Um, there's um, some quality teams there with uh, the, the smaller schools, but um, a lot of the area schools around, um, like the Muscatine area, will be there um, with uh, Durant, West Liberty, um, Wapolo, obviously, um, and then uh, and then West Liberty boys, West Liberty boys uh, soccer takes on Muscatine. Um, coming up on Thursday, uh, that's always kind of a, a good barometer um, for for not only West Liberty to kind of bump up and, and face a, a team that's a couple classes above them. There's uh, 4A now this year in, in soccer, so that's kind of a, a new little um, wrench for uh, boys and girls soccer. But um, but yeah, uh, that that's coming up. Uh, looking forward to that and. Um, yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. I think it'll be a pretty successful and busy spring sports season. Well, we've been listening to sports uh, this week with Ryan Timmerman. Thanks for being with us. Yep, no problem. Well, today's guest uh, is Judy Rawson, and she is the president of the Winfield Historical Society. Welcome to the program. 
Thank you. Good to be here. Well, you are here to promote an event that involves the very historic basketball history of the the Winfield and surrounding areas, uh, as there's some schools that kind of combine there. Uh, uh, Welcome to the program and tell us a little bit about when this event is and uh, uh, what all is involved in it. Okay, Dave, I'd like to let you know and your listeners that we are going to uh, have a program on Sunday, April 16th at 2 o'clock, and it's going to be held in the Veterans Building here in Winfield. And this is going to really be a fun program for anybody that's interested in basketball. Uh, We're featuring the boys, Winfield boys basketball uh, teams that went to state. And we're going to cover some fun years. Uh, Back in 1949 and 50, Winfield went to state. And the coach at that time was Ori Rue. And his son, Ken Rue, is going to speak about that. And he has provided us with tons of wonderful old pictures. And we've got a radio broadcast back from the 49 and 50 era that we're going to play a little bit of. So that is going to really be a a fun uh, event. Then we've got two other great speakers, uh, Clay Edwards, who was a player on the Winfield team uh, back in the 90s. Now, Winfield went to state for four years back in 92, 93, 94, 95. And Clay Edwards was on the team for those first three years. And he is also the coach here in Winfield now. So he has a great perspective on being a player at state and being a coach right now. And then our third speaker is my son, Eric Rawson. And he is the same, uh, has the same credentials. (laughs) He, He played actually four years on the uh, Winfield team and was on the team that uh, won state championship back in 1995. And he is the current coach in Mount Pleasant. So both of those guys can tell you what it was like to be on a, a great basketball team and what it's like to coach now. So they're going to be uh, bringing a kind of an unusual good perspective to this whole conversation and then after uh and then we've got movies and we've got uh, we're hoping to get uh, some movie of the 95 year that they won state championship we've got lots of pictures uniforms a lot of memorabilia to share so it's going to be um uh, a fun event as far as lots going on And then after that's over with, after the three presenters have talked, we're going to kind of open up the floor for discussion. And we have, I'm hoping, uh, Coach Kelker, that was the coach here in Winfield uh, back then, um, I'm hoping is coming, and Jeff McGowan, who was also uh, assistant coach and and was on the boys' basketball team. uh, team helping coach that those years. So if they come, uh, we're going to open this up to the three uh, speakers and them and let everybody hear the forecast and how things have changed in the basketball era. 
Um, the floor has changed. The rules have changed. The uniform has changed. So many things have changed. And what is lying ahead? What do these guys see? You know, where where's it going? What is going to be some changes coming down the pike? So um, I think it's going to cover a lot of uh, anybody interested in basketball. Boy, they're <laughs> they're going to have some people that they can talk to about it and uh, have a good perspective on the game. So we're really looking forward to it. So this event is in the, uh, the, the Veterans Building. This is not where the, the museum is? That's correct. We just don't have space in our museum. Um, we're, we're real small right now where we are, but we are in the process of uh, getting an old building renovated, and we're going to have a lot more space, and we're looking forward to that. And this program is going to, it's kind of a fundraiser for that project. So uh, we're, we'll talk a little bit about that at the, at the uh, program, just to let people know where we are on the renovation of this other building. So uh, the Veterans Building, we've got a little more space and, and can have a, have a little bit of crowd. All right, we'll mention one more time where it is and when it is and what time it is. Okay, it will be on a Sunday in the afternoon at 2 o'clock on April 16th. And it's at the Veterans Building, which is right on Main Street. We'll, we'll have a sign out front. You can't miss it. Winfield's uh, relatively small. So um, we'll, we'll have a sign out. Now, this is um, free will donation. So it's a free to the public. And we encourage basketball players to come, bring their parents, anybody that had anybody that played on any of these teams. Uh, I think you'll enjoy hearing and seeing what we were going to provide. And then we're going to have refreshments served afterwards. So stick around and visit with uh, our presenters and it'll be, we'll, we'll be glad to have you. Well, that, that uh, sounds exciting about that event, but uh, before I let you go, could you give me the three minute rundown on the Winfield Historical Society uh, when it's available and maybe a, a thing or two in there that uh, might be worth seeing? Well, uh, we have been, uh, I was the founding president of this, so we've been at this for about 26 years. And we are located in the uh, Masonic Temple, and that's right in the heart of town. And uh, we've got all kinds of memorabilia from uh, our local area on display. And we're open on Monday mornings from 10 until noon, or you can always call the city and they'll contact me and, and we will arrange for uh, a private showing. We'll get somebody to open up anytime that's uh, more, maybe more convenient for you, or if you want to bring a small group. We're real small, uh, but there's tons of stuff to see, so it, it's well worth the time. Um, and so we invite people to check us out, and we are in the process, as I mentioned, to move over in a, probably two, three years, uh, move over once we get another building renovated, and we'll have a lot more space to spread out. Well, uh, what? Uh, give me just a, a, a minute about uh, um, the founding of Winfield. What type of people, maybe what, some of the first industry, what, what was it that drew people to that area? Well, we, we've been around uh, about 1852, um, and really Winfield uh, has been about the same size all these years. And what got us growing fast was uh, the railroads. There were two railroad depots in Winfield back in the day, 
and uh, they thought this was going to really be a hub for transportation, and we had an opera house, and I mean, this was a, a go, growing place <laughs> at one time. Um, it's now more of a bedroom community to the bigger cities around Burlington, Mount Pleasant, Iowa City, um, but it's a farming community. So um, right now, the railroad depots are long gone. Uh, well, I should say the train tracks are long gone. We do still have one depot um, building standing. The other building has been torn down. But uh, that's kind of what got us growing. Another big thing that happened here in Winfield, and it went for about 50 years, was a uh, Eastern Iowa Fair. And it was kind of like Old Thrasher's is now in Mount Pleasant. Uh, it was a big fair. There was a racetrack. There's an amph was an amphitheater. They had uh, all kinds of parades and uh, hog contests, <laughs> flower contests, and horse racing, and you know your typical farming community fair. And it was a big deal. There was 10,000 people would come to this fair. There was a plane back uh, in uh, what was it 1911 that came and landed here. That was back when you know when planes were a big deal. That was a, quite a sight. People came on special uh, train cars from Burlington to see this plane come and land in Winfield. So uh, a lot of lot of history. We've got lots of pictures about that time and things to look at. Well, uh, it's been fabulous to talk to you. I guarantee you, uh, John Bain or I, or both of us, will be there uh, calling the city council to, to arrange a uh, city hall to arrange a, uh, a tour of this place, and we will have a full interview with you. But as John uh, always tells me, leave him wanting a little bit more. So I think we'll close it off here. But thanks for being our guest, and uh, we'll we'll uh, 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 help you promote this show and talk to Clay and uh, 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 Coach Rawson and and this other guy. Uh, and uh, thanks for being with us. Thank you, Dave. It was fun to talk with you, and we look forward to a nice crowd uh, on April 16th at 2 o'clock.